Hello, and welcome back to the Play Hard Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor, and I'm with my mom, Pam. How's it going, mom? It's going really well, Trevor. How about for you? Oh, it's going just dandy. Um, today, we have a really good episode. We'll uh, kick things off with some pitch and catch, talk about you know how our uh, lives have been recently. And then um, after that, we'll get into the um, pitch and catch. So yeah, the first one's called touch base. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, touch base is first, and then we're going to get into put some pitch and catch. So, um, you know, that was my one mess up for the whole episode. The rest of the time is going to be awesome. So you better yes. listen. <laughs> All right. Just thanks. On track, just in case. Yeah. You <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> everybody it's pam and i'm going to talk about um for my touch base a recent saturday of fun and family um i drove to newark ohio which is about an hour and 45 minutes from chillicothe where i live and i was going to attend a baby shower and this is for my niece-in-law she is married to my nephew and it was at a country club um it was a lovely baby shower and it included a delicious meal beautiful decor games and gifts a couple of games, um, just uh, games like you typically do at bridal showers. Like it was, this was about family traditions and about babies, uh, what traits babies have, things like that. I didn't win any of the games. In mm. fact, one of them I didn't even play because I was busy talking. <laughs> wow, that's so, incredible! Yes. You not playing a game is like yeah, I know it's very serious stuff. <laughs> serious stuff. Yeah. Um, a couple of unique unique things was that the guest book. Um, was that each guest signed was it was a Winnie the Pooh picture and it was had a tree in the Winnie the Pooh picture and everybody put their fingerprint on the picture and then with a stamp pad and then wrote our names on it so she'll know who was at the baby shower um years later yeah or they can steal your identity yeah <laughs> one yeah, or the other true. you better <laughs> never that. commit any crimes they're going to be able to pin you <laughs> identify to because of those fingerprints you're right now you're in right. the system <laughs> maybe that's why my aunt was hesitant no. <laughs> gotcha yeah so, <laughs> okay. Also, another unique thing is each guest got a gift from the mother to be. It was an oyster shell that had been decorated with the hummingbird print, hummingbird print, and trimmed in gold. It was um, a knickknack, or she called it a ring dish. If you want to put your rings in it while you're doing dishes or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but it included a note how beauty can follow suffering, and it was referring to the pearl. And the gift was in memory of the mother-to-be's mom who had passed away. So it was kind of a sentimental time. So it was kind of, oh, wow. yeah, it was, it was fun. Then after the shower, I went to my cousin's reunion. Um, it was at the farmhouse where I grew up and some of my family grilled meat and the rest was potluck and we ate. And then I led a pub style trivia game using trivia questions that I had created about our family. So it was fun. It was very competitive and led to lots of stories and conversation. Um, everyone also enjoyed seeing the renovations that my nephew had done to the house because my nephew bought my parents' house. I don't know. I've probably mentioned that before. Yeah. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. The renovations and, are pretty good, though. Yeah. I Yes. It's Everybody was very excited because a lot of people hadn't seen the house for many years. Um, you know, we used to do holidays there all the time. Yeah. Several of my cousins hadn't been for a while. Um, That's great. Yeah, it's and it's undergone a bit of a makeover in the past year. My dad passed away a little over a year ago, and there's been mm -hmm. the house has done quite a makeover since then. Um, the cousins reunion is an annual event 
and that I've talked about before, and we have it at the end of June each year. And I always look forward to catching up with all of them. And we've had so many family funerals in the last few years that it's nice to see people in an event that's not a funeral because that's tends to be where we run into each other. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Very true. So anyway, so it was a, it was a very nice day, a baby shower and a cousin's reunion. So how about you? Well, that's Trevor? great. What's your touch base? My touch base is certainly less wholesome, but it <laughs> is equally as fun. I would say, um, okay. I, uh, I go to, and I may have mentioned this on a previous episode, but um, every 4th of July, I do a bar crawl um, with my friends. And it is, we call it 50 stars and 13 bars, because like like the American flag with 13 stripes. <laughs> and you have 50 people. So we try to get 50 people and we try to go get a drink at 13 different bars throughout the day. Okay. Um, it takes all and- day. We were successful, both. we had like 60 some, what'd you say? It takes all day, I assume. Yeah, it started at like 1130. And I think we ended at like 1030 PM. Okay. So it's a, it is a time commitment. Yes. Um, But it's a lot of fun. A lot, like all my like, you know, closest friends here in Norfolk. I've done it for years. It's definitely, it was a different vibe this year. Like a lot of the people had kids. And so they were, they came for like the first couple bars and then rolled out. Um, um one of my friends had covid so he didn't get to come um but it was still a really good time um this was the first year post you know we took a break for the last two years because of covid um and then we're back on this year and um everybody we you know we really good like i said we had a really good turnout we had like 50 some people 50 or 60 people um and I made it all 13 bars and congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> so is that you, are you, are you a proud mother? Yeah. <laughs> I, right. I'm a proud mother. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's a good time. It is a, as far as bar crawls go, it is pretty wholesome really. I mean, it's not, we go, yeah. you know, it, it was, uh, we were talking to a lot of the, the you know, it's 4th of July weekend in Virginia beach. So there was a lot of tourists around and yeah. um, everybody loves walking up like, watching us uh walk through with 50 tank tops on or, you know. <laughs> oh so do you, have, um, do, you have, do you have matching tank tops or just tank tops? matching tank tops yeah matching uh, tank we, tops yeah 50 okay, says 50 stars that. 13 bars on oh i'm sorry okay yeah <laughs> that's really the only thing linking us together we don't get any beer specials or anything at the bars we just get you know it's just the tank together tops. yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah i don't know it's a tradition that we have done and this will be the i think this was the sixth year we've done it and it was like and you take two so we started like eight years ago because um COVID happened obviously right um so we didn't do it for two years and then um but i think that this was the sixth year we did it very good so that was fun <laughs> so uh, sounds like fun <laughs> yeah Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another segment of Pitch and Catch. This segment, as Trevor told you, we're going to be talking about time management ideas. And this particular list of Pitch and Catch items came from our Facebook page. I asked people what they'd like to hear us talk about. And my friend Jane, thank you, Jane, 
um, gave us the idea to do time management techniques. A few of our other ideas will be coming up in future segments, so stay tuned for that. Um, so I'm going to get things started with my number five of time management ideas. And Trevor and I didn't talk about this before, so I don't know. We might duplicate as usual, or we, you know, who knows? Yeah. Uh, my number five is I shop for Christmas before Thanksgiving. I like to spend December doing Christmas things like going to Christmas events and um, parties and not have to worry about the stress of gift buying and, and all those things. So I like to get all that stuff done before Thanksgiving. I have for, since the kids were little, I used to do that too. Sometimes there's a last minute thing, but I really like, and I think that carries over into other holidays too. I like, I do that for birthdays, anything that I know that's coming up, I try to take care of ahead of time so that I don't have to do it last minute. So there you have it. <laughs> okay. Number five. So Very cool. You? Um, my number five is don't snooze. Um, oh. So don't push the snooze button. Yeah. So like, you know, a lot of people push the snooze button and it feels good in the mornings, but that's nine minutes of sleep you're not getting. I mean, you're not, you could just set your alarm for nine minutes later and you would get that nine minutes of actual sleep or you could, you know, go to bed earlier. And, you know, when you put, instead of pushing the snooze, you could get up you'd have nine minutes left in your day or more in your day. Mm -hmm. Instead, you're just half asleep and it is not a good way to wake up. You wake up groggy anyway, that way. Um, so not snoozing. And I know it's easier said than done, but once you do it for a little bit, you get in a, um, you know, get in the habit of it. So yes. it becomes better, but don't yeah. snooze. Good. I like that one. Um, my number four is learn to say no. <laughs> it took mm, me that's a late very good one late in life before I learned to do this, but you don't have to do everything just because somebody asks you. It's okay to say no. If you don't have time, you don't have the energy, you don't have the desire to do something, just say no. I don't want to. Yeah, that's a great one. <laughs> yeah. Um number four, um write down three things you want to accomplish each day. So um if you write down more than that, then it's just going to be kind of discouraging because you're probably not going to get everything done. Right. But if you write down three things that you really want to do your priorities for that day, it's simple. You'll just, you know, work on those three things. You know what you're doing ahead of time. You don't have to like hem and haul about, you know, what's next. You, you know, what's next because you wrote it down three things on the list. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. So, um, mine is kind of like that. Mine is a, when you set it, get you want something done, you know, you're going to do something, say, give yourself a timeline to do it by. I don't like UFOs. I don't like unfinished objects or projects or whatever. I like to get things done. I don't think like things that are half done. So if I give myself a goal about, I'm going to complete this by this such and such a time, a deadline, I guess is what I'm saying. Then it's more likely mm -hmm. to get done. I can think of three things right now that I have not done that I I need to get on that list. That's a UFO. One of them is just fixing, get a necklace fixed. The other is two quilt tops that I need to get quilted by somebody else. And all those things I know how to do. I just haven't gone to do them. Just haven't taken them to do. So those are things that are, are things that I need to actually get on that list of what, what I'm going to do and by when, uh, so that I get, yeah. it. So yes, you bring up a great point. These are all, I think really good, 
uh, things that we should do. I'm not saying that I am a master at all of these. I don't, I've certainly snoozed and I, you know, <laughs> yes. I don't always write down three things that I want to accomplish each day, but right. they are good things to do when I do do them. So, right. yes. Um, mm-hmm. This next one, I um, there's a whole book about it, and it's by Brian Tracy, and um, it's called Eat That Frog. <laughs> um, so pretty much it is whatever the most unpleasant thing you want to do that day, do that first. Oh. You have the most energy in the morning. Um, you have, you know, if you put it off, then you're just going to be dreading it all day. And once you get that, once you eat that frog, you know, you, the unpleasant thing then the rest of the things are easy because that thing was the the hard thing and you've already overcame it. So Eat That Frog is a book by Brian Tracy. It's an okay book. I would not say it's my favorite ever, but I do think it's a really good um, lesson. Okay. um, Is Eat That Frog. So that would be my number three. All right. I like frog legs, but so that may not be my, (laughs) what I would call that choice. (laughs) Okay. Um, My number two is, I'm not sure if I'm going to word this right or not, but I like to do something fun every day. I get a lot more done in my day of the things that, you know, the tasks, the, the, all the, the things that you don't look forward to things that need doing that you know, you have to do. If I can look forward to doing something fun at the end of the day. So I like to reward, I guess, reward myself um, Mm -hmm. by doing something fun. And it could be something as simple as watching a movie, or it can be something complicated, you know, as as buying myself something, you know, whatever. Yeah. But um, just, I like to reward myself. So Okay. So that takes a lot of self-discipline to actually do the things you want to do and not just buy, you know, reward yourself without actually right you know, yes. doing what you need to do yes. so good for good on you <laughs> um this actually i think you you kind of alluded to this with your number three but uh, or maybe it was number four um anyway my number two is finish what you start um don't leave things half half done when you are in the you know when you're in the middle of something it takes a lot of momentum to you know, get back to where you were and into that task, right? So yes. if, if I'm writing a report and I quit halfway through, it's going to take me some time to get back in the train of thought to get into that report. So you should finish that report all the way through, start to finish. Yes. Um, and before you start doing something else because of the, there's a term for it, I forget what it is, but it's like the the extra momentum that it takes to like, you know, get up to speed is it's uh-huh. like, first of all, it's mental energy. And second of all, it just takes longer. Right. So mm-hmm. it might seem like you're going slower, but don't multitask because you, it's actually impossible to multitask when you're, all you're doing is doing like a little bit of one thing and then a little bit of other, and you're not doing either one of them. Well, so just I agree. start something, finish something, and then go on to the next task mm-hmm. instead of, you know, bouncing back and forth. That's me. Number two. Okay. Number one for me, I, I have trouble. It's, it sounds like a combination of things, but it's really not. I live by routines and calendars. Um, I have things on my calendar and then I have my routines and I actually do everything, including clean on a schedule. Like on Mondays, I do um, the bedding gets washed on Mondays. The floors get done on Tuesdays. You know, I have 
days when I do particular types of cleaning. Of course, it doesn't always get done. Like today was a ho- you know, on, on the 4th of July, the holiday, I didn't get things done. I didn't do the sheets on the bed today. I'll have to do those tomorrow, the same day I do the floors. But, you know, <laughs> the thing is I do all that stuff on a bit of a schedule so that I, it's part of the routine. Yeah. It's like a, it's like a preventative, ma- it's like a car, like preventative maintenance, like every, yes. you know, 3000 miles to change it, you know, Mm-hmm. That's a good right. idea. That's a really good idea. Mm-hmm. So that was my number one. So what's your number one, Trevor? My number one is, and this is my number one, I think, because it is a based on a book that I read recently, and it's kind of recency bias, but it's a really good book, I think. It's called Work Clean by Dan Charnas. Um, and the whole the whole present of the or the whole um what the book's all about is I used to keep using this term that is used in um, by French chefs called mise en place. And what that means is preparing your workstation before you start. And so what that means for like, a like for me, it means setting my clothes out the night before um, so that, the, you know, the next day I can um, just get up, put my clothes on and go. Um, not, and I don't have to decide what to do. It's like, or what, um, at work, I will, you know, fill up the coffee maker with water and put coffee in the basket. So I, when I come in, I just push the button and go. Um, okay. I set my notebook up at my desk so that I can just walk in and go because it takes a lot of it. And it's it's not very hard to do the day before, but right. it is so nice when you come in in the morning or when you're, you know, doing in the morning, you know, doing um like getting up in the morning and everything's already laid out ready for you to go. It takes, it's a lot less energy and um, it's just a lot more efficient to do it that way. Yes. And mise en place is what they do, what they call it in uh, French cooking. Okay. So, Very good. Interesting. What's the book called yeah. again? It's called work clean. Okay. Uh, now as a teacher, lesson planning was, was always a big deal. And uh, I, I certainly can see how that would work in many many fields of st- of uh, work. Yes. I like that. Yeah. So yeah, we have to check so. that book out. So, okay. Yeah. Well, thank that is the end of our pitch and catch. That's where our, both our number ones. I uh, thank you, Jane, for a great idea. I learned. Yeah. I learned some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Hope now all you guys are going to be very efficient with your time after this. Mm-hmm. So, thanks for listening to that portion of that segment of pitch and catch. And that concludes another episode of the Play Hard Podcast. I hope you uh, you enjoyed it. Um, as you can see, we uh, used some listener feedback in uh, the Pitch and Catch segment. Keep that feedback coming, and um, we'll give you a shout-out on the podcast for sure. Um, so, um, oh, gosh, I just forgot what I was going to say. Mom, you want to help me out? Yeah, what I what you're gonna say is work hard but play harder. There you go. Work hard but play harder. Have a good week.